Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Welcome, welcome to Every Youth Matters. This is Dr. John Tan and I welcome you to this second part of our series called Six Tips to Reach Teens. And this is in tip number two. Well, what is tip number one? Well, tip number one states that effective communication takes place within a relationship and that relationship has to be invested in, in terms of time, love and attention, right? So what is tip number two? Tip number two is perhaps one of my favorites and that is relating to teens is not logic-based, it is feelings-based. Let me repeat that. Relating to teens is not logic-based. It is feelings-based. Wow, what does that mean? It means if you are trying to reach out to a young person, a youth, I would advise you to really be prepared to not think on a straight line cognitive linear path because that is not going to go down well with most teens. In fact, if you are thinking that teens would think, I would say think again because it's not really, really true. Yes, teens do think but they perhaps do not think, and catch my words here, perhaps they do not think with their brains. Wow, what a statement to make on air. What does this mean? I would say that teens maybe think more with their feelings. Let me say it again. Teens think more with their feelings or their heart. So it is not a logic base. Now, because parents and those working with young people are often sometimes baffled by certain decisions and behaviors that are exhibited by young people. And sometimes you may catch yourself saying this What was he thinking? Well, the answer is, he wasn't. <laughs> he was just feeling. Now, why is that so? Partly it's because, partly it's because of their developmental journey. Because their brain, the adolescent brain, um, has some way to go before it is fully, let me use the right word, fully functional, or fully uh, empowered, maybe, yeah. When a baby is born, it is born complete with emotions, right? But not yet 
the full function brain, fully functioning brain, right? I will, I will touch more about this in uh, another episode in my podcast and it has to do with adolescent brain development. But for now, you can, you can just trust me and take it that most times teens make decisions not because it's logical. Now, I'm not saying every time, but there's sometimes, most times actually, things will not make decisions based on logic, meaning that you cannot argue with them, you cannot argue and discuss with them based on a logical plane. You have to put in the input of feelings. Now, how does that impact us as adults trying to understand them? Well, my advice would be this, a uh, few things that we can do. I found those things uh, useful in my work with young people all the time. And that is number one, uh, practice of empathy, which is trying to acknowledge their feelings first. And for example, a young person may just come in and full of anger and all of that. And so all the decisions made doesn't make sense. Okay, I recall one day I had a student um, and because uh, we function as a school social work services agency, so we provide the kind of uh, wraparound support and so something that includes that includes um, doing home visits, right? So I did a home visit for this boy who happens to be missing from school. He has stopped going to school for quite a bit. And um, when I finally caught up with him and his home environment wasn't very conducive at all. Um, his father was just, um, for want of a better term, just um, lazing around. And that's a good term I can use. Um, and, um, he, and this boy that I was trying to reach out to, he wasn't going to school. He wasn't going to school anymore. And so he made that decision. Now, how do I approach him on a logical point of view? I can sit down with him and just expound the path that will, the, the consequential path that will happen if he doesn't carry on his education, right? Um, I can point out to him all that failure that's awaiting him. But would it have moved him? Would it have made sense to him? No, why? Because at that moment, he was going through a terrible time in his life. I um, don't want to reveal all the details of this case, but um, what has happened was that the father, um, the lazing around father at home, uh, his able body could work, but um, he was not working. He chose not to work. Um, he chose to let his wife work, and he abused her when he doesn't get the money he needs for his indulgences. And so the student of mine who was caught up in that uh, environment, he was very mad. And all he could think of was to help the mother, right? To relieve the mother um, from that burden of uh, carrying the breadwinning responsibility for the whole family. Um, he had a younger brother, so there are two of them, a, fam a, a, a household of four, which the able-bodied father refusing to work. And so my student, 
make that decision not to go back to school anymore because he felt school was a waste of time. He had to go through at least uh, that time two more years of studying before he could get his certificate. So he decided, no, it's a waste of time. Two years means I could get you know, at least 24 months of uh, salary to help support my family. So his decision, in a sense, was not logical because he wasn't able, I mean, maybe he, he just didn't process the whole consequential thing. He was just thinking for the moment. For that moment, he was very strong in his feelings and one of his feelings was actually to just change the situation in the family, right? In whatever way he could. And that did not include going to school daily. So in me approaching him and trying to dissuade him from his decision, I had to go by a feelings-based so I remember approaching him about you know the fact that he was a very filial son. He was filial in the sense that he wanted to relieve the family of that burden. And so what we did was that we arranged for his family to receive services and support and for his father to get treatment and for the mother to you know receive that kind of uh, financial support to run the family. And it was not just based on logic. In that case, it was based on the feelings first. We feel him, we acknowledge him. We did not fault him for making a decision that we thought was foolish because in that sense, it didn't make any sense to him at all. Right, so what I learned from it is that parents, when you are kind of trying to understand the decisions that your child may be making, go through the heart first. Don't go through the, the cold facts of logics and consequence and all that. Go through the heart first because we need to understand, we need to acknowledge the feelings as to why he or she did that or did not do it. Try to understand the feeling, the reason behind it, support the feeling, and only then bring in the logic. I think that will really, really work for you. Right? So that's all I have for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really great having you on board. And if you have not already done so, be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com that is d-r-j-o-h-n-t-a-n.com while there do subscribe to every youth matters show also if like me you want your message to reach a wider audience online do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com that is i-n-s-t-a-n-t p-o-d-c-a-s-t l-e-a-d-e-r Dot com instantpodcastleader.com If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.